Welcome to episode 54, part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am still Sean. <laughs> and in our third part, of course, it was a breakdown of the TV shows that we watched and some tech news that we couldn't fit into the second part of our show. No, it wasn't that we couldn't fit in. We were just stretching it. Oh. We got three hours. Take our time. We don't have to slam all the news in one hour. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just relax. Uh. Just don't make a big deal about it, Ed. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, and on that note, you know, like I said, yeah, we talk tech news, we talk a little TV talk, hey, a little Asians of Shield. <laughs> and we also talk, we caught uh, in their news that we did the whole Superman bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, there's something to look forward to in the last episode. Well, I hope you enjoyed it in the last episode. If those yeah. people who are listening to this episode three before episode two, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Like, okay, maybe you're more interested in tech news, or maybe you're just interested in what we talk about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Fangasm. All right, we'll go back and listen to part two then, so you can hear me complain about Man of Steel again, or hear what the writer of Man of Steel said about the controversial killing of Zod. <laughs> All right. Basically, I said the same thing I said, so I feel kind of justified. Yeah. <laughs> Because he, he kind of kind of inadvertently, even though I never talked to the guy, kind of agreed with what I said. Yeah. So, you can all suck it. <laughs> Just saying. So, on that, enjoy. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters on AquanetRadio.com. And watching us on Ustream.com. There you go. <laughs> So before the break, we were going into nerd news, and we went into news, and now we're going to some tech news. All right, Ed, give us tech news. LA officials may delay school iPad rollout after students hacked them in a week. Hmm. <laughs> That's, I love this story. I was just like, wow, this is great. <laughs> this shows how smart kids can be sometimes. <laughs> or how dumb other people can be. Yes. Okay, so what's this story about? Just after the week began the f- first phase of putting iPads in the hands of 640 students. Uh, 640,000 students. Sorry, 640,000 students. big difference. <laughs> in a region of the Los Angeles school district, already has a fight on their hands. In a matter of days, 300 children at Theodore Roosevelt High School managed to work around a protective measures to place on Apple tablets, giving them complete access to features including Facebook, Twitter, and other apps. It's other has been otherwise been blocked. It should have otherwise been blocked. Yes. Okay. The students say they say the students bypass the security lock on the device by deleting a personal profile preloaded in the settings. Yeah. It's such a it's a simple trick that has the high school district police chief recommending the board limit the one billion dollar rollout before it turns into a runaway train scenario. <laughs> Okay, so for now, the officials have banned home use of the iPads while they access ways to better restrict access. They would have gotten away with it, too. It wasn't for those meddling kids. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So basically, they're entrusting high school students with iPads to take home. Yes. (sighs) So, I mean, any average person would say, what would be the first thing you do when you get something 
of this caliber of technology, you would use it. Like, for your own use. You would use it for your own... Yeah, exactly. I mean, There's... like, nobody's, nobody could be like, oh, it's just for this, just for school. I can't well, use it for anything else. Well, they... I mean, they... I'm sure there's some good eggs in the in the basket. Well, yes. You know. Or it's, hey, mom, dad, I got this iPad for homework. Fine, give it to me. Or some just don't want to dick around with it. Just go, you know what? If my parents are going to be responsible for a $400 iPad... Yeah. You know, because I'm a high school student, I'm not 18, you figure they're, you know, hopefully like 18, 17, 16, 15, like. Right. So the parents are still technically responsible, and it is school equipment. Right. So somebody would be like, if I was a parent, I'd be like, you better not break that, because if you break that, I'm breaking you. Right. Because I have to buy it, and I don't want to buy it. Right. Now, I. Okay, now, I, I, you know what, I just, okay, number one. Obviously, they break into it because why not? Yeah, it's there. I would have broken into it, right? I mean, especially if I know enough about the iPad to be dangerous, I'd be like, "Oh, well, all I gotta do is just delete this profile, and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, free iPad." Yeah, you know that I could <laughs> sell, and all of a sudden, oh no, I lost it. Right. You know, can I get another one? <laughs> exactly. I lost that one too. And, and can I, I get another? And I don't understand. Like, okay, I mean, I get it. Like when we were back in back in our days, we had a computer lab. Yeah. And the computers were shackled basically to the desk and you really couldn't take them anywhere. Yeah. Plus they were also the size of a good desk. So <laughs> it wasn't like you could just haul off and walk away with one. <laughs> you know, nowadays I understand that most of the labs have laptops or they let kids bring their own laptops. Or, right. I mean, the supply iPads is a great thing, cause especially if it's an inner city school or a school yeah. that can't afford that kind of money. No, I mean, it's a, it's a great it's a great idea. It's it's a you what I call you utopian idea to give something a big piece of tool that's going to be better technology to have them a better learning access that can make them a better student that can be you know one day a future world leader or you wow know, you're gonna... really going all out on that one oh yeah I just basically let it this way hey look here's something that you can do your homework on <laughs> okay because in a year's time this technology will probably be obsolete because I believe in the kids in the future. You believe that they're our future. Yes. You teach them well and let them lead the way. Yes, right. <laughs> I'm the I'm on the side of of course they're gonna hack on it because the first thing I'm gonna be doing is I'm googling porn. <laughs> Sorry. I know, yeah. I'm, at I'm least, sitting at least cl- you're honest about it. I mean, if you want to be honest, you fucking get a nice case for it mm-hmm. and you shackle it to this desk and that the students can only use it either in the study hall or in their classroom. Right. You know, if they have a, one for personal use, you can bring it in. You can let it come and go as much as you want. Right. But it's school property. You should stay in school grounds. Yeah. And the way to do that is either by the end of class, you collect it all up and you throw it in a locked room like we used to do in some classes. Right. Especially when it comes to the, you know, like the, ooh, the VCR in school. You know, when we had the teacher would wheel out the VCR and TV, you knew it was going to be a good day. Yeah. Because there's nothing was going to get done. Right. You know, you got to watch a movie. Yeah, or a DVD player. It's like, oh, yeah, snap. We're getting shit done today. Uh, it's nap time. <laughs> so. I, no, and John's like, I've seen this one already. <laughs> well, no, most of the stuff it was like, you know, like educational stuff. Like, I think one time we watched uh, Romeo and Juliet. This, uh, again, we're talking 80s Romeo and Juliet, yeah. not the um, Leonardo DiCaprio version. Yeah. It was the old version. Right. The only thing that I was able to actually do for, you know, that I was able to capitalize on was that we were, when we were learning Shakespeare uh-huh. in high school, we were doing, um, Moonlighting was popular. And they had the Taming of the Shrew episode. Yeah. 
So I and I taped every single moonlighting episode because I loved moonlighting. Yes. So I was able to talk my English teacher into bringing the VCR in class to watch that episode of Moonlighting <laughs> under the guise of Shakespeare. Right. It's it's you know it, it's loosely based on Shakespeare, but it's it's Taming of the Shrew. Right. What we're learning right now. It would be great to, after we learn this to watch that to kind of see the plot lines and who's who and, and you know and be mm-hmm. able to talk about it. And she's mm-hmm. like, I actually think that's a really good idea. And I'm walking out going, score, I'm just going to watch Moonlighting in my class. And I even said, because I, I, you know, I videotaped it, I knew how long it was. I'm like, it was a period long. We could actually watch it and then talk about it the next day. So I could kill two days of actual real schoolwork with one videotape. There you go. I was, the kids loved me that day. <laughs> the genius, which I was like, I just want to watch Moonlighting. <laughs> if it was something else, I'd fall asleep. <laughs> I'd at least laugh. <laughs> Do bees be? Bears, bear, do bees be? Yeah. Doth they? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah, David Addison. Best character ever. <sighs> anyway. Well, speaking of Apple. Yes? The iPhone iPad owners complain about motion sickness due to iOS 7. Okay. When was this, <laughs> when was this done? Uh, a couple days ago, huh? Yeah. Okay. So iOS 7 has been out for a little while now. At least some of the 200 million people that have downloaded ISO 7. iOS, yeah. iOS 7. Doesn't sound right to me for some reason. <laughs> to this point, have been has been pleased and they what they found. Apple's iPhone and iPad owners have been talking about the company's forums. Have been taking to the company forums. <laughs> slow down. We got time. We got time. Okay. All right. I'll slow down. Over the past week to complain about ISO iOS 7's new parallax and zoom features. Many of the folks in the forum said that they were experiencing motion sickness, vertigo, nausea, and headaches due to the motion on screen. <laughs> All right. So this is only for the um, parallax and zoom features? I'm yes. assuming that's for the camera? Yes. Well, actually, I think it's more than that because okay. people have called into uh, Apple to see what they can do to, about to fix this saying that only certain features can be shut off. Okay, well, that wasn't going to answer my question. Didn't answer yeah, my no, question. that didn't answer your question It just at all. basically said, is, is it for the camera? Alfred! <laughs> See, I don't know much about Apple to, to answer that question. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I'm, you know, like, first of all, why are you using your iPad? I mean, okay, your iPhone to take pictures, yeah. maybe some recording. But, again, it looked like, according to this article, it was... Uh, literally making me nauseous and giving me a headache it's exactly how i used to get car sick if i tried to read in the car okay don't read in the car yeah don't use your ipad that way yeah. like, what are you using the ipad for that that you need to have it in your face like this and moving around like whoa i'm getting sick whoa maybe you shouldn't move it as fast <laughs> no i do admit though some video games that i play yes i get motion sickness from yeah I mean, but I am looking at a 47-inch uh, screen TV, and I'm sitting like three it's, feet away. It's in really short away, yeah. And I'm, you know, I got manual control on the camera. If I spin it too fast, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, there's been times where I've actually gotten like, like even on my computer screen, kind of like, oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Give me a bucket, Alfred. Oh, yeah, that's not good. I literally got myself a headache where I've actually had to shut down the computer and not go near it for like a day. Wow, really? That's how like motion sickness, like, whoa. 
So, yeah, I mean, I can, but again, suck it up, bitches. <laughs> so they're saying that people have downgraded from the iOS 7 to iOS 6 to fix their problem. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, they're not going to fix it for the operating system. Eight. Stop mugging for the camera. You're supposed to act like they're not there. Okay. Jeez. Well, I see the back of my head most of the time, so I figured I'd just give them the, you know, a joy, a quick joy, a, just looking, and there you go. <laughs> well, maybe we should position the cameras differently, but no, not, not what you wanted. <laughs> I didn't. All right. So I'm anything... just sat here while you guys set it up. I don't know. So anything else there in the news? Uh, just a quick uh, Harvard MIT jumped the shark and created a lifesaver matter. Okay. And how did they do that, Ed? Oh, man, I thought we were just going to do this real quick. Well, why would they just go, oh, Harvard and MIT jumped the shark by creating a lightsaber matter? Okay, that's it. See you later, guys. See ya. Like, <laughs> to create their lightsaber molecules, the photonic molecules, as they are being called, uh, or as they're being called, Lucan and Vultec, uh, are created in an environment where weightless photons will begin to act like they have mass. Once this was accomplished, it was relatively... <laughs> I was, I was going to do that in a split second. You know what? Yeah, fuck that. Let's we fuck. are going to post that one on Facebook for you. It's on oh, our Keekster's page, uh, so that way you can enjoy it. I wouldn't even bother doing that. I you, you heard it here first. I'm not liking it. I'm telling you that much because it's a boring <laughs> fucking article. <laughs> well, like our other articles, at least. Uh, maybe. <laughs> let's talk TV talk. All right. It's time for TV talk. <laughs> okay, so basically, we already established that we both like Marvel, uh, the Marvel Avengers, and um, Marvel's Agents of Shield, Shield show. Yes. I, I thought it was fun. Actually, before we go into that, let's uh, see if we can get any callers in today. Uh, it's uh, number one here is two one five six zero zero three two eight four. If you want to ring in and uh, give your any shows that we talk about, you want to talk about them, or, or any shows we're not talking about and you want us to talk about. Well, like I know right now is probably the season ending of Breaking Bad, so probably no one's listening to us. Yes. So I mean. <laughs> Well, the freaking bad fans, anyway. Well, I mean, I think anybody, because I, even I would be interested in seeing how the show ends, but... Yeah. And I've never watched a single episode. That's true. I'm waiting for the box set to come out and then just watch it all. The whole, yeah. You know. One shot. And then the big question, ooh, was he signed up for Lex Luthor? I doubt it. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. I liked I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought it was exactly what it was. The Agent Coulson, I was nice to see how they brought him back. Yeah. Of course, with the whole... Whedon-esque mystery of like something's not quite right about him, right? And of course, every nerd in the you know, Marvel universe or comic book universe is going. He told you he's the Vision. <laughs> See, I never saw any of that. I know uh, you know you mentioned that to me earlier this week, and I was just like, I never heard. I didn't see it on the internet at all. So uh, they've been saying it since the Avengers, the movie. When oh, really? Talk, yeah. I mean, this has been going on for since almost Iron Man. Okay. When Agent Coulson, everyone had him predicted to be the Vision, because he's he's he knows so much. He's right hand man with Nick Fury. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's pr- practically an Avenger himself. I mean, he actually in the comic books is an Avenger. For those people who don't know, Vision's a cybernetic individual. He's a robot. Right. He's got a red face, yellow costume, bald, kind of green too. I think like a, like a green arrow. Yeah. He looks like an older version of the uh, last Airbender. Except, you know, sunburn. sunburn. The sunburn last end vendor, everybody. You know, it's, calls it. So people are thinking like, oh, okay, well, you know what? 
because now and they haven't brought in the life model units. The life model decoy, the LMDs. Yeah, that Nick Fury is supposed to have a bunch of. So everyone's like, oh well, it's it, that's Agent Coulson. Oh, Agent Coulson's going to be Vision. No. I mean, I think something's off. I, me, my thing is, I think Joss is like the people who don't know, like. Okay, you got Buffy, you have Angel, you have Firefly, mm-hmm. Dollhouse. Right. You know, he wrote Toy, Toy, Toy Story. He, okay, granted he had Alien Resurrection under his belt, but I wouldn't actually call it, you know, hold it against him. <laughs> but, the, but the idea is, though, he is not known for kind of going down the path of obvious. Right. And I think, personally, he's going to be Ultron. You want to jump in instead of just guzzling that water? Not no, like, not, no, like no. You're, not like you're the one doing a lot of talking. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing fine on your own. I you need my help now, man. Um, I, I think you're way off base on that one. I don't know. I mean, okay, I get. I don't. I think we're both. I don't think he's Vision at all. I mean, I don't think he's Vision. I don't think he's Ultron. I, you know, like I said, my my only argument for it is is again, it's Joss Whedon. He's a little bit smarter than the average for person as far as. I'll let everybody think that, right? And then flip it and go. So every so it makes it look like everyone's going what? Because Ultron was basically created by Hank Prim, who's Ant Man, right? But Ant Man in the Ant Man movie is not going to be not going to be Hank Prim. No, Hank Prim is going to be Ant Man. He's just not going to be building Ultron. Oh, really? Yeah. Pay attention. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to, but you you mean interject? So. You know, yeah, in I'm the Ant-Man movie, it's Hank Prim, but Hank Prim isn't going to be the origins of Ultron. Isn't going to be from out of Hank Prim's office, okay? Like it is in the comic books. Of course, like everyone's got panties in a bunch, kind of thing. And Vision was kind of like, I think Ultron. Ultron actually created Vision mm-hmm. in the comic books. That's why I'm thinking. Well, you can't have Vision without Ultron, right? So you need the Ultron first. I think, in a way, in a matter of speaking, so why not have Agent Coulson being a life model decoy? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, something happens, virus, whatnot, right. turns into Ultron. You got two years, because Avengers 2 doesn't come out to 2015. Yeah. So you can plant those seeds for two years on the show. I'm That's assu- true. I'm assuming Agent Coulson's going to be on the show every episode. Yeah. You know? Colby Summers, uh, Agent Hill, probably isn't because she's got How I Met Your Mother. It's their last season for this, isn't it? Right. So she won't be in, in, I mean, if they decide to bring her as a major character, it won't be until next season, I think. Right, season two, yeah. Season two, if they make it to season two. Right. I don't see why not. It's Disney owns ABC. So it's just ratings. It's just raining. It's on, it's on at 8 o'clock, so why not? Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, and you can't miss it. I mean, I think it's going to be one of those shows that... It's going to build a great audience and continue on, you know. But of course, that we also said that with Firefly. I never said about Firefly. Well, now again, something like Firefly—that's Fox's fault because Fox aired episode six as the first one, right? So they they fucked up. They fucked that show from the start. But for Dollhouse, they gave Dollhouse not only one season, but they gave it two seasons. Yeah. You know, granted, they kind of had a feeling the whole time they were going to get canceled, so they had the. Well, they put them on a bad time slot, I think, Dollhouse. It was on a Friday night. Well, yeah, well, it's because... That's where they put shows to die. Well, and no, that's what they, that's where they put shows to actually try to recapture the X-Files magic. Right. Ever since the X-Files were on at 9 o'clock on the Fox network, it, it, was, it ran beautifully for a couple years. Yeah. And then when the show was over, then they replaced it with a show like Firefly or 
whatever else he think became before that. And they're trying to capture that Friday night audience, but eh, all right, you know, times are different. Yeah. So uh, I think personally, I think Josh is going to throw a curveball. I think he's going to be Ultron. Okay. That's my, but again, I could be completely wrong. I got to be honest. I don't care either way. I'm not Mr. Like, oh, if he's Ultron. I mean, if he's Vision, great. If he's Ultron, great. Um, I don't care. The show's fun. I'm I'm more curious to see how the, all these stories are going to unweave through the the season. I mean, you know, like the the different characters that they have. Wart's character. I can't think of all the characters' names off the top of my head. You know, kind of well, it's first episode. You get used to the characters. Yeah. We didn't take notes because we're just chit chatting. Shit, right? Yeah. But the the one the agent that was actually that she was in like bookkeeping, like oh Ming Nang, yes yeah. Ming Nang's character. I can't think of her name, but she, but like why she got out of the <laughs> espionage business and went into paperwork, you know. So Again, that's kind of curious see, to me. See, to me, I mean, that's where we differ because I they are a stereotype of every agency. Something happened to her, you know. Maybe a partner got killed, or maybe she got hurt, and therefore it's. The because Joss likes to play with stereotypes, but also flip them around. Mm-hmm. So I think that she's going to be the old. Oh, I was you know my partner got killed and by a bad guy, and I can't have gotten over it. I'm out of the I'm out of the game. I just when I think I'm out to pull me back in, kind of got check. All right, and he does right. and Colson does it as the no. Why don't you come on in? All you gotta do is drive the bus. It's a pretty cool bus. Come on, you know you wanna. <laughs> and then of course she'll get pulled in. You know, obviously, right. I, I'm, I'm kind of. I mean, you know, that's her, but the ensemble cast, you know, like Fitz and Simmons. Sure. I'm kind of curious to see what they, how they, maybe they gave them a little origin, how they got to that point. Well, I, I think season one's definitely going to be mm. Monster of the Week while you get to know the team. Yeah. All right. And then I think that while, but in, like, I don't know, I obviously they have season one in the can. Right. You know, and then again, I don't think Disney's going to cut it out halfway season. I just don't. I think, I think if Disney's smart, Regardless of how the show goes, I think they'll air it out until the end of the. the end of I the think they'll episodes. air it out until because it is a good lead-in into the Avengers too, right? Because it's still dealing with Shield, and again, if you're going to throw Ultron on in it, why not plant seeds for Ultron in there? Well, I mean, you did say it was the number one show on Tuesday night, you know, of all time, of all time, best highest rated premiere of all time. So, I mean, I can't see it being canceled if you know, unless it just. Die, you know, it takes a nosedive in yeah. episode two and three. I, uh, you know? No, I, I definitely see it having a full season. Okay, but again, because Disney owns ABC, even if the, even if the ratings are eh, I think that if if they have a plan to use Agents of Shield to help promote all the other Marvel movies, you keep it going, right? Because you know, just for a little while, because of course they had the big you know exclusive TV commercial for Thor. Yeah. So you can do that. You can have the, the, the special, like, only seen on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Here's the special Thor preview or the Captain America. Your first look at Captain America. Right. You know, Winter Soldier here on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Dun, 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 dun. And you can throw in a little jokes here and there that will tie into the movie because it is a universe that they're trying to commit build. Right. So, I mean, I think the show will do well. Yeah. Now, another show that I watched, but I know you didn't, was Blacklist. Yes. I was at. It was great. I mean, ironically enough, to kind of tie into the whole, you know, James Spader being the bad guy, but he's also the voice of Ultron for Avengers 2. There you go. But he plays a bad guy. I mean, that was good. I mean, it did really push the limits of television as far as graphic violence, and, and you know, it was good. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. So, I mean, that's, a, that's another show that now, since Dexter's gone, 
last week Dexter was over. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Some people weren't too happy with the, the season ending. How what do you think of the season ending? I thought it was appropriate. Okay. I mean, that's the best way I can put it without giving anyway too much. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I felt like there was no, let me put it this way. Dexter could not have a happy ending in any way, shape, or form in my eyes because if you did that, then you would pretty much condone everything he's done for eight years. Right. So I think it ended the way it should have. Okay. Some people were like, well, well why did they do this? Why did they, why did they have... You know, why did they have this storyline? Well, that storyline got fucked over by the end of the show. You know, and it really is. It basically shows how Dexter ruins. It. Even though he's a bad guy and people love him and all, mm -hmm. he is kind of like a guy who just kind of runs through and, and ruins lives. Right. So I think it, it, the ending was perfect. Well, that's good. All right. So, um uh, well, of course, I really want to get into, and I want to try to get really into depth in this one because this is a show that made me laugh. And I, we saw the promos; I thought it was a joke, oh. and we were, you know, we we watched it Thursday night, and I laughed hysterically because I saw it twice, and I said <laughs> I could see it again. It's a show called Fangasm on on Sci-Fi, and uh, it's it replaced Heroes of Cosplay at 10 p.m. Thankfully, because I'm going to be honest, the Heroes of Cosplay just didn't do for me. No. I mean, it just it showed such a bad light in cosplay universe. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's especially like cosplayers and how much hard they work to do what they do, and then just to see have that show come on and, and destroy, basically. Yeah, there's people years who, of people who design their, design their costumes for fun and not for fame or fortune, just to have a good time, mm -hmm. and they try to make it into this, like, this whole like, oh, well, we go to competitions and blah blah blah. Again, for those people who didn't see Heroes of Cosplay, unless you know somebody that was on the show. You're not missing much. Right. But the Fangasm show, I thought was cute, but again, I, I kind of... I just thought it was funny because it's about seven individuals that get picked to be interns for Stan Lee's... It's real world geek. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Stop trying to paint it in some broad stroke, Ed. It's real world geek. Seven <laughs> geeks put together in a room. They live together. They play together. They work mm -hmm. together. Just like the real world, it's like let's get seven individuals, except they all have they're all geeks, right? And let's give them a job, yeah, a free job, so we don't have to actually pay them. <laughs> well, they they're giving them room and board for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're probably getting some sort of you know sci-fi is probably pay, paying them something, right? But I mean, it's just basically real world real world geek. So, <laughs> I just I thought it was I a mean fun you're show. the one that was getting in depth to it. So like, yeah, okay. what is there specifically you want to get in depth with? Well, I mean, just that I, I'm paying attention to the time. I'm, I'm just, I'm just making sure nobody texting me. <laughs> so real world, real world geek. Yes. Well, what'd you think of the show? Did you like it? Did you find it funny? Do you think you'll watch another episode? I'll watch another episode because I feel like I'm entitled to, I, I have to because I am a, a quote unquote geek. Okay. I'll watch it. I mean, like the, the horse tooth kid. I like Andrew. Andrew, the big as soon as he smiles, and nothing but gums. Yes. Now seems like a nice guy who has been on other geek shows, which is the reason why I don't take the show that seriously. Because there was that whole geeks in love where they had like the supermodel and geek yeah. to try to find love, Beauty and the Geek, I think it was called. Yes. He was on that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Because okay. did, did you watch Beauty and the Geek? No, I didn't. That's why. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't know that because you didn't watch it. That's right. But for I. I you know, I mean, in this episode, they 
one end and you know of course they, they this the part i love about though is in all the stanley shows that he's in he's never really there he's always a figure on screen he's a figure he's, on screen he's charlie from charlie's angels except you, you see his face. face right you know it's like hello true believers yes hello <laughs> true believers and then as soon as he's done excelsior yeah so he makes his cameo appearance and all the kids are like oh my god it's stanley <laughs> And they're working, so you know eventually season finale, Stan will be standing in front of them. Right. But they're interns. They're glorified coffee getters. But the, the, the thing that gets me it's is... It's what we're looking for for this show. Yes, but the thing that gets me is, is that you know he's probably in the next office over her. He's like, sorry, I couldn't be there. I don't want you nerds touching me. Like, boom. Oh, Christ, I gotta do this again? <sighs> oh, why couldn't Jack Kirby have lived? He'd be doing all this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, God. Well, like I said, as far as characters go, you got you got Andrew. Um, I think Molly is is the is it Molly? Yes, um, really. She's the outspoken one. That's, the bitch. Yeah, yeah. The girl. Yes. I can't. I already can't stand her because it's it's real real quick. Because I do not want to do a breakdown of every show. <laughs> I do not because the show's not that interesting for me. <laughs> You know, they're basically told to get a bunch of signatures to celebrate, to make Geek Day an actual physical holiday. Yes. So you need 100,000 signatures. So these geeks go and... and They make banners and signs and... And as they they... drive out, because it's this place called... um, Oh, what's... It's it's some country western bar. Yeah. They were having a Geek Pride Day party. Yeah. So they show up to do the whole thing. First, they forget the actual uh, petitions to sign. Right. And no one's smart enough. Seven fucking geeks can't go. Maybe we should turn around and get it. Or while you guys are getting signatures in these little books, I'll run back to the apartment and get the book. Get the actual thing. It's like, really? For a bunch of smart people, you sure are fucking dumb. Yeah. So then, uh, especially when you're told, have people sign this. It's your fucking job, you Glorified servant. <laughs> You're an intern. Yeah. Your job is to get shit on. Uh-huh. You know. So it's just like, all right, you know. So they forget that. Then they go to the, into the place to have dinner, and the place has a show. And there's they have, what they call it cosplay angels. I think yes, they're called cosplay angels. Three hot chicks, scantily dread, dressed, dancing on stage. Yeah. Somewhat of a co- Catwoman costume, well, Wonder yeah. Woman. Catwoman, Wonder Woman, and an Iron Man. Real, real, really, really loosely interpreted. Yes. Really loosely interpreted. Sort of. <laughs> you know, the chick was in yellow and gold. Yeah. I mean, red and, red and gold. Yeah. Uh, that was Iron Man, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The, the chick that looked like Wonder Woman kind of had a tiara on. Yeah. And the Catwoman one looked like it was she was trying to be Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yeah. Not well. But hot chicks. Right. Okay, so then Molly <laughs> is pissed off about it. Molly and the uh, blonde. Kristen. Kristen. They're all pissed about it. Mm-hmm. It glorifies, but it's like, oh, it, it gives cosplay girls a bad name. It gives geeks a bad name, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Number one, there's three girls. You have Molly, Danny, and what was it? Kristen. Kristen. Danny, who I think is the cutest out of the bunch, yeah. but she's also like, Four even, four foot even, I think. <laughs> but she's cute. Yeah. But she's wearing like a tight black, a tight Batman t-shirt, like a like a, a ripped skirt, and she's got the cape on. She looks, she's sexed up. Right. Molly 
the one who's the loudmouth of the group, uh-huh. is dressed like Black fucking Widow. Tight black outfit, zip down to show her cleavage. Uh-huh. And the other one. Kristen. Kristen. I'm always going to forget her name because she's no personality on that show. And she does a podcast, which annoys the fuck out of me. That game went up like, yeah, that put our show back about 10 yeah. years. Uh, yeah, we're here talking about geek stuff. I brought my podcast stuff so we can do a show. <laughs> this is great. It is literally like the, what do you call it, uh, that Saturday Night Live bit. Sweaty balls. <laughs> The NPR radio. Come, come take a taste of my sweaty balls. Yes, I think this geek stuff is awesome. <laughs> I love it all. <laughs> Working for Stanley is amazing. amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to see what tomorrow brings. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so so like so Molly is the loudmouth. The, yeah. the one bitching and touting the whole sexism, feminist, and it gives women a bad name, and I'm just going, whoa, whoa. No more than 10 minutes you were out there parading off in a sexy outfit to get people to sign a piece of paper. And you find that demeaning? Yeah. Like, ooh, Miss Double Standard. Of course, it's the, uh, well, I was in high school. I was a chubby girl. I was bulimic. Uh, you know, it's, and again, yes, I know it's a disease. <laughs> and this is where this is where people start bitching. <laughs> I just like the fact because, not not because of that story, just because the way she was getting all upset, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, not this again. Because it's like it's commonality in like reality shows. Yeah, like some chick's gonna get pissed off because there's a woman being sexualized, right? And it's just like, whoa, you were just doing it, bitch. You're 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 a hypocrite. Not only that, the reason why you're upset is because you are not the hottest one in the room. That's how it comes down to it, right? To me, like when like she's wearing a tight Laker outfit. Danny's sitting next to her, showing her legs. She's got way big cans for a little girl. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised this girl doesn't fall over. <laughs> you know? Or she definitely has back problems. <laughs> She's there in his tight outfit going, hey, sign this piece of paper to say make geeks a perfect holiday. Okay, you're you are literally at chest level to me. I'm six foot. You're easily four nine. If, you, if that shirt was slit, I'm looking right down it. Yeah. Just by naturally to try to look into her face. Yeah. That's how short she is. Right. But, okay, so a girl showing her midriff. She's got shorts on and a belly, and she's dancing around. It's it, They're not strippers. They're right. go-go dancers, Yeah, you know, at, at best. Well, it didn't really help the guys. were like, one of them's like, can I borrow a dollar? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry. When it comes to chicks like Molly, who have to be the loudest one in the room, they always hate the hot, pretty girl yeah. because she's going to get all the attention, and she has to try twice as hard to make herself sound intelligent or be pretty. And the thing is, though, she was the one at the hotel, at the at the place, the apartment. Yeah, fits in with her face and her makeup all the time. Yeah, she is so obsessed with. She's a narcissist to the point where she has to look so nice. But the moment someone hotter comes in the room, she doesn't like. It. Right, especially wearing a. Oh my God, forbid! She was wearing a tiara. I mean, looked like Wonder Woman. Oh, this <laughs> give geeks a bad name. Ah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let's just say uh, I'm just going to change gears on you. I like think of Andrew was probably the best one out of all of them. A- Andrews, because you know why? Because he's done this before, right? But the thing was, it's like there's one point they're they're sitting around the table eating, and he's sticking grapes in their mouth. They're talking about getting the show together, and he's sticking grapes. And finally, they caught him, and he like spits them out. And the one dude's like, 
dude, you were catting them when you were putting your mouth. He goes, yeah, I was up to eleven. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know why? Because it looked like he was just in his own world. And he didn't give a shit what these people were talking about. The TV. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> and that's what I, I swear to God, that's what I would be doing <laughs> nine, like twenty hours out of the day. Yeah. But then there was also too like he like he was like you figure he's like the dopiest guy there because of the way he looks, but he seemed like the most like with it out of all of them. And he's the one with the girlfriends. Yeah, that, that was that was the other thing too I was going to mention too is the fact that like they were talking about hookups, like who would hook up in the group. Yeah, and because then, the chick pulled out her podcast, like her podcast in a box box, <laughs> you know, and said, "Let's do a podcast. It'll be great about the show." That's copyrighted by Geeksters. Podcast in a box. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is our copyright. <laughs> Two Bit Productions presents Podcast and a Boss. <laughs> so they're all sitting around, and of course he's saying, okay, well, I think this dude's going to hook up with her. You two are going to hook up. And it's basically because he is the odd man now. He is definitely right. the seventh wheel. Yeah, but he, the way he said it, he's like, <laughs> I have a girlfriend, and I'm the goofiest one in the group. Yeah, I'm the goofy. I, you, you know, if it wasn't for TV, if it was originally, you know he would have been like, I'm the goofiest motherfucker in here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a nice guy. He seems charming. It seems to be like, you know, like the show I will watch because I do feel like I have to. It's an obligation because we do a TV and movie and geek culture kind of show. Yeah. A pop culture show. Yes. And it is part of pop culture. It's the it's the inbred cousin of pop culture. Yeah. It's, hey, you know what? Geek culture is pop culture. So let's rub it in people's faces. <laughs> you know everyone likes superheroes let's see if we can capitalize on it <laughs> there you go and what gets me no what gets me really the most is, is that it's sci-fi it's on the sci-fi channel yeah like really how is this sci-fi in any way whatsoever because there's no geek channels out there yeah because g4 is off the air no that's oh that's you know what i'm glad you brought that up because I'm pissed the fuck off. Why? Because Esquire was supposed to take over G4. Esquire's got two different... Got a, does a different channel number. So Esquire and G4 are running at the same time right now. Esquire's got their own station running their crap. And G4's still running reruns of Cops and old shows like Web Soup and, you know... Well, maybe because the person who was going to make those changes got fired. I know what you're saying. You're saying there's no attack of the show. Right. There's no... Um, what do you call it? Uh, X-Play. X-Play. Yeah. Which is the only reason why people are watching that show. I mean, right. You know, uh, you, as far as I'm concerned, Channel died. No one's going to watch it. And they're just going to run into the ground because there's probably waiting until the, the fever dies down. Yeah. Because it's been, what, a year now? Yeah. Well, they'll give it like, by Christmas or someone will come going, the new Esquire 2 channel for the young male adults. I don't know. I... I... I don't see why it's for men because they're showing Sex in the City, and uh, because, cooking shows because and the Getaway with stars that you can't afford their trips. This the, what do you call it? The it's well because the Esquire magazine is the yeah. premier male, male's magazine, but you show Sex in the City to help men become more in touch with their sensitive nature to help understand women more. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you want to understand a woman, just fucking ask her; she'll tell you. In the show. Yeah, the ones I know do. You just got to know how to ask. <laughs> Asking the right questions. Yeah. All right, well, so on that note, I think we're going to call it a night. Sounds good to me. If you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about or just want to talk to him, you can contact me at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. 
Or you can contact Ed at edwardswithgeeks.com. Or you can always go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Also, you can go to aquanetradio.com. Tell them you like the show. Tell them you hate the show. Also, too, you might want to check out our, our webpage called wordswithgeeks.com, where you can get links to not only this show, but past shows and past podcasts. And Or you go to iTunes, and you can hear us there, too. As well as on iTunes Radio. I think it's iRadio. Yes. Yeah. I always forget all that stuff. So uh, you always catch us Sunday nights from 7 to 10 Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. And if you can, if you forget anything or you miss a spot or part of the show, we do a breakdown every week and put them on our podcast. So, you know, hope to see you again next week. Enjoy. And on that note, bye. But Mario, wait. Come on. Dude, look, I know, I know, but... She's just not interested in you. I, I I don't care. I don't care. Look, I know. I'm sorry. What can I say? She blindsided me. She was crying. And next thing you know, one thing led to another. And I ate a mushroom. <laughs> next thing I know, she's getting 2,000 points for sliding down my, my flagpole. I know, dude. Look, dude. I hate to be the, I hate to be the breaker of bad news to you, but... Princess Peach is a little bit of a hoe. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Sorry, but just ask your brother. Yes, your brother. Bowser, too. And don't even get me started on the Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man, you might want to not talk to them anymore. All right? Because if you talk to them, you're just going to be even more upset. So I'm just going to let it go, buddy. There's other bitches and other castles. That Go check out that Zelda chick. Link can never get her either. So you guys got like, thoughts to talk to. Maybe you and Link can hook up and maybe be like wingmen for each other. And start getting laid. Stop worrying about princesses and, and, and castles. I'm just saying. Dude, all right, all right, all right. All right. Fine. Yeah, 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 I know. It's okay, brother. Don't cry. Don't cry. There's there's plenty of princesses and castles. Trust me. Trust me, all right? Okay, here we go. All right. Yeah, yeah, I know it's you, Mario. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I had to take that. Okay. <sighs> Is he all right? He's just a lame bitch sometimes. <laughs> I can't get the princess. I can't get the princess. Why is she always... She doesn't want to be with you, dude. I can trick every time. It's not the first time we've had that conversation. <laughs> of You know, like, look, maybe she's just not interested. Go find yourself another princess. Yeah. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah. Youth can throw a rock, and you'll see a princess in a, some sort of a tower that needs rescuing. <laughs> and in most cases, you can actually get that one. This one's always jumping around, and just when you think you finally got her, someone takes her away. Don't you find out a little bit odd that every time you want her, she's never around? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. So anyway, back to the show. I hope you guys enjoyed part three. Yes. You know. It was pretty uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No, there was a couple laughs. Yeah. Hope you laughed, you cried, became a part of you. Like I did in Princess Breach. <laughs> I became a part of her. <laughs> Just saying. Those video game chicks are very bendable. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I guess we'll call it a night. Yeah. For the end of part three. That's right. And uh, if you want to contact Sean and anything we talked about, or just want to talk to him, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. 
And you can go to AquanetRadio.com's Facebook page and like them. Also, don't forget to tune in on Sunday nights on AquanetRadio.com to listen to Ed and I babble on for three hours at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, and of course, you know, hit our website, wordswithgeeks.com, to stream any podcast you might have seen, heard, past, present, even the future, or go to iTunes and you can download the podcast as well. Don't forget to spread the news, spread the word, let geeksters infect your soul. <laughs> and on that note.